Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to Listen Within, a novel of discovery and finding true self. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2021 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 11. Weed? When I woke, I recalled a strange dream. All I had heard was, protect yourself. What did that mean? I got out of bed and walked outside to feel the day. It was already feeling warm, so it was going to be a hot one. I went back in to put on some shorts, a t-shirt, and my ball cap, ready for a new day of cleaning. Before I started in earnest, though, I saw Mr. Brown walking through the yard with two cups of coffee. I met him outside. Slept in late? Must have been tired. Really? What time is it? Oh, it's nearly seven. Need some coffee? Black. Yes, thank you. I take a sip. Whoa, this will keep me going all day. Ready for me to check your stove? Sure. As I watched him work, I saw Hendrick had replied to my text. Evie, so wonderful to get your text. You know exactly when I need your energy. Nick is still in the hospital. They think it's a viral infection, and... She is on some heavy antibiotics. If she responds well, she could be home in a few days. Yesterday, she told me that she felt a wonderful peace come over her. Then she thought of you. Thank you for sending her your healing energy. It obviously helped. If you don't mind, I'll try to call you later today. I looked at the phone amazed. It worked! Mr. Brown looked over his glasses at me and asked, What did you say? Oh, nothing. I was just thinking out loud. Everything okay last night? I noticed you had your lights on all night. Yeah, kind of. I just wasn't comfortable. Plus, I found a nest in my grandparents' room, and I wanted the animals to know I live here now. What's up? This is your house. Your family house. I know, but I feel like I'm intruding. Since I moved out to Colorado, I didn't come back too much. 
Plus, Grandpa was always so private, I explained, trailing off. Do you want me to smudge the house? Do what? I exclaimed. Purify the house. Oh, please, that would be fantastic. After he checked the stove and plugged in the refrigerator, he went back to his house. Within a few minutes, he was back with a large shell filled with something. I watched him light it, then fan the smoke. He slowly walked around the exterior of the house, moving the smoke and whispering something. Then he came inside. It smelled like weed. He moved through each room, making sure that the smoke reached every corner. Once he was done, I looked at him and questioned, Weed? He gave me a funny look. No. Sage. You should be all set. Whatever energies you were feeling should be cleared out. Did he say energies? I wondered. For the rest of the day, I was nonstop cleaning. The bathroom was done, but I had to get the kitchen finished so that I wouldn't have to rely on Mr. Brown to feed me. The refrigerator was the hardest part. Boy, this was going to be a heavy-duty dump run. The dump was open Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays in the summer. If you had time to chat, you could always find out what was going on in town if you talked to the attendant. You also might find something to take home. On the side of the attendant's building, there was a table where people could put gently used items for someone else to take. After going through this house, I was convinced that I would be a large contributor to the dump teak. It was late afternoon and I was physically done. I rested against the house on the back deck. My body ached, but it had felt good doing manual labor. I glanced at my phone and realized that I had a text. Hendrick asking if I had time to chat. I immediately dialed his number. Evie? Hey, Hendrick, how are you? It is so good to hear your voice. Thanks for calling. How is Nick? My voice was filled with concern. She's responding to the meds, so she should be home in a couple of days. That's fantastic news! I squealed. Yes, we were both very relieved. So, are you getting settled? Yes, bit by bit, an old friend of my grandparents, who was also their neighbor, has been helping me a lot. He actually smudged the house. Nice. Is this the first time you experienced that? Yeah. I didn't understand why he was burning weed and walking around the house. I quickly learned it was Sage. Hendrick busted out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess you are right. It does smell similar. Well, I'm glad that you're being cared for. I will need to thank your neighbor when I see him. Hendrick's comments made my heart flutter. Oh, so you're planning a vacation soon? I inquired coyly. Actually, I was hoping in August. I have this artist friend who I am extremely fond of, and she just moved out east. My plan is to see her. Really? She sounds special. She is. Beautiful inside and out believes in herself so much that she took an amazing leap of faith. 
Her light shines brightly, and her loving energy is strong. Yeah, I would say she was special. There was a pregnant pause, as I didn't know what to say to that. Well, I look forward to meeting her. We closed the call by agreeing to speak daily. I realized at that moment that I was starting a relationship. You hungry? Blue plate special, ready in 15 minutes. I heard Mr. Brown yell through the bushes. I laughed and then yelled back, Do I need a reservation? Nope, first come, first serve, he responded. I went inside to wash up and try to make myself presentable, and then, as I poked through the bushes, I could smell fish being cooked on the grill. My mouth watered. Mr. Brown was at the grill, tending to two beautiful slabs of fish. Just caught today, blue and a fluke. I could eat fish every day, and Mr. Brown might be the one to make that wish come true. Go inside and get yourself something to drink. I'll be right in. I headed inside and went to the refrigerator. He had restocked the beer, so I grabbed one. Then I ran over to open the screen door when I saw him trying to balance the tray in one hand and the grill tools in the other. He placed the tray on the table, then grabbed an already prepared salad from the fridge. Lastly, he pulled some cornbread from the oven. Mmm, everything smells so good. It's nothing. But I knew differently. It seemed Mr. Brown was enjoying having a neighbor again. You were busy today, I commented. When I left you, I had a feeling that the fish would be running, so I went out for a bit. You also had time to go down island? I saw you restocked the refreshments, too. Nah, they deliver. I don't go down into that mess unless I have to. Well, I need to go tomorrow. Now that the refrigerator is cleaned and working, I need food. Can't expect you to feed me every night. It's been nice having the company, so you are welcome any time. Tonight's dinner was equally as good as last night's. Riva would be proud that I was eating. Do you need me to pick you up anything while I'm down there? Nope. I'm good for the time being. After a delicious dinner, we sat outside and enjoyed the sunset. Well, I'd better head out. Tomorrow is an early day. Thank you, as always, for taking care of me. Adequin tipped his beer can at me. My pleasure. When I slipped through the bushes, I realized how dark it was. As I'd forgotten to leave the outside light on, I didn't want to bother Mr. Brown, so I cautiously felt my way back, one foot in front of the other, like... I was on a newly frozen pond, trying to assess if it was safe. Eventually, my eyes adjusted to the darkness, and I made it to the house with limited scratches. Tonight was the first night that I felt comfortable in the house. I needed to remember to ask Mr. Brown about smudging and what exactly he had been saying. After a greatly needed shower, I sat on the couch and closed my eyes, thanking my higher self for another wonderful day. I then heard, there are many energies in this house. Protect yourself. Am I in danger? I whispered. No, do not worry. Protect yourself until you are prepared to learn more about your family. My eyes popped open. What do you mean? Feeling anxious now, 
I got ready, then crawled into my single bed. Protect myself kept on running through my head. How would I do that? And what was I going to learn about my family? I decided to call Kobe tomorrow to see if she could explain. At the crack of dawn, I got ready to head down island. This was going to be a big shopping trip, so I put a cooler in the trunk to keep everything chilled for the trip back up island. Before shopping, I stopped by a little coffee shop to grab breakfast. Coffee and a ham and cheese croissant. Still as good as I remember. Each town I entered, I could feel the change in energy. More people on cars. I couldn't tell if it was me projecting or me feeling everyone else's energy. Either way, I was making this trip as quick as possible. I focused my positive energy on finding a parking space and having an enjoyable experience, and just as I pulled into the store's parking lot, someone pulled out from a spot up front. Nice. Thank you, I exclaimed. One hour and $250 later, I had completed my shopping mission. Because my grandparents had always done the shopping, I'd never had to experience it firsthand. I recalled them always grumbling, and now I completely understood. The day trippers were in the snack and drink aisles, the summer dinks lollygagged, and the islanders were bobbing and weaving through the mall, only acknowledging other islanders along the way. It truly was a sight to see. I was simply happy to be loading the last of my groceries into the trunk so I could get back to the quiet of Up Island. Just as I was about to close the trunk, I heard someone call my name. Evie? Evie Prince, is that you? I looked up to see my high school math teacher, Mr. Frank, standing next to my car. After my mother had died, I had attended Martha's Vineyard Regional High School for my junior and senior years. Mr. Frank was a good man. He had known what I had been going through and took me under his wing. Mr. Frank! Yep, one and the same. How are you doing, kid? I'm great. Here for the summer? Actually, I just moved back from out west. Really? Were you in California? I always thought you would live there. No, Colorado. Well, welcome back. Living at your grandparents? Yes, just arrived a few days ago. You look great. Colorado treated you well. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, I won't keep you. I'm sure I will see you again when the summer is over. He smirked. Forty-five minutes later, I pulled into the dirt road, trying to avoid the bumps and holes. Those darn tourists not knowing where they were going, driving too slow and always with an indicator blinking, so you never knew if they were really turning or not. Jeez, I sounded like an islander already and I hadn't been here a week. I did better driving the dirt road this time than my first night here, but I had to get this road fixed or I would lose my muffler. I unpacked the groceries, wiped them down, and then put everything away. When I opened the fridge, there was a nicely wrapped piece of fish. Mr. Brown, love that man. I flopped down on the couch and rested my feet on the coffee table. If my grandmother saw me do that, she would have had my head. I looked up and said, sorry, Grandma, with a cheeky smile. Before I continued my quest of a clean house, I called Kobe to see if she could help me get clarity on my message to protect myself. The phone rang a number of times and I was getting ready to leave a message when I heard, 
Evie, give me a sec. Okay. A few minutes later, Colby returned to the phone. Sorry about that. I was booking a client on the other line, but I didn't want to lose you, she explained. Client? What do you mean, client? Well, I've started my own business, a healing business. What do you mean, healing business? Just that I help to heal people spiritually. I've been working on this for a while, but it wasn't viable until just a few weeks ago. Wait, you'd been working on this while I was still there and you didn't tell me? I gave you a hint that I had something in the hopper, but I didn't want to speak before it was time. Congratulations! That is brilliant news! And you already have clients? I've been doing this on the side for a few years, but it wasn't formal. Now it's official with the name and business cards. So, what is the name? Energy Works. I am so happy for you. You have definitely found your calling. I can attest that you've been helping me heal through this life change, so if you need references, just let me know. Thanks. I may take you up on that. So, how is it living back on the island? It really is a big change from Colorado, but I am loving it, I exclaimed. My grandparents' good friend and neighbor has been a huge help and wonderful company. He even smudged my house. Hmm. Why was that necessary? Colby probed. Well, that is partly why I'm calling. I haven't told you much about my upbringing, but my mother died when I was a teenager. She was constantly leaving to go who knows where, and when that happened, I stayed with my grandparents. The last time she left me was when I was 16. She didn't return. My grandparents didn't tell me anything. Life just went on. My first night on the island, I slept in the car. I just didn't feel comfortable in the house. Mr. Brown, my neighbor, said he would smudge the house. It worked. But then, in my meditation yesterday, I was told to protect myself until I was prepared to learn more about my family. Wow, that's a pretty big message, right? What do I do with something like that? Have you ever heard of mediums? Yes, aren't there TV shows about them? Well, yes, but we all have the ability to speak with people who have left this physical world, if you open up to it. The issue is, when you open up, you need to protect yourself from other energies that may want to attach to you. Colby, this is starting to freak me out now. There is nothing to worry about. This may give you the answers you are seeking that you are not aware of yet. I will teach you how to protect yourself so, when you're ready, you can engage with the energy safely. Do you protect yourself? All the time. It is very important in healing work, as I don't want to take on someone else's energy. Okay, what do I need to do? First, close your eyes. Take some deep breaths. Now visualize a beautiful, bright white light. This light can be an orb or simple rays of light. 
Once you see the light, visualize yourself walking into that light. You are now completely surrounded by the white light. This light is your protection. Only love and positive thoughts can reach you through this light. Negative thoughts or energy may not penetrate this light. Good. Now open your eyes. How do you feel? I had a little difficulty visualizing the light, but once I got it, it felt so warm and comforting. But that's it? Yep. It may seem simple, but it is enormously powerful. The clearer you can visualize the light and you in it, the more powerful it becomes. You can do this every day or at different times during your day. I would suggest that you protect yourself before going to bed and again in the morning. Colby, this is so amazing. I would never have known how to do this myself. Thank you. No problem. I would hazard a guess that your neighbor may also have information that could help you. Not everyone smudges. She raised a good point. Colby and I talked a little longer before hanging up. It was always such an enlightening experience when I spent time with her. Before I went back to cleaning, I then texted both Tatum and Trinity to let them know that I had made it safely. My last indulgence before cleaning was to call Hendrix. I just wanted to hear his voice. Unfortunately, the call went directly to voicemail. Hi, Hendrick, it's Evie. Just wanted to hear your voice. Call me when you can. Today's task was to completely empty out the U-Haul so I could return it. Over the past few days, I had been relocating the boxes from the trailer to the house. Today, though, I would complete the task. I would just put it all in my grandparents' room. I rearranged some furniture and carefully pushed their bed against the wall to make a larger walkway. Moving the bed exposed an old footlocker. It was locked, so I just slid it back under the bed, knowing I would need to deal with that later. With some strategic placement, I was able to get every last box into their room. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations. Written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.online. Reminder. Protecting yourself from unwanted energies is a simple process. Close your eyes. Take some deep breaths and visualize a bright white light. The light can be an orb or rays of light. See yourself walking into the light. This is your protection. Only love and positive thoughts can reach you through this light. Negative thoughts or energies may not penetrate the light. Do this as often as you like.